welcome back. If you're new here, I'm Alana Gentry, also known as Alana Banana. It's my nickname, and it's how the kids know me from the Alana Banana Show. I am a songwriter, kids content creator, and foster mama. And I love hanging out with kids, but I also really love connecting with you, the grown-ups. So I created this podcast to hopefully bring a little inspiration into your day. I believe it's so important to come back to the things that you love and bring you joy. So what is that for you? How can you take some time every day just for you and give yourself permission to enjoy your life? When we feel good, it really does affect everyone around us. Each week, I'll be sharing stories of people's resilience and have guests on that are making an impact in the world. I'll also be putting out shorter solo episodes occasionally, like today, to talk about life and how our perspectives and practicing presence can change everything for us. Since this podcast is called Inspired Grownups, I'm creating a group of solo episodes where we'll break down each letter in the word inspired and create a topic around it. Today we're on the letter P and I chose the word presence. It's something that I tend to bring up often, uh, but I'd like to go a little deeper into it. Well, my life has had a big change since my last solo episode on connecting with spirit. And if you listen to that and follow me on Instagram or are a part of our private Inspired Grownups Facebook group, you already know that my father passed away a few weeks ago. Now, I have a handful of close friends who have lost parents, but this is the first time I have ever been this close to grief, I would say. Life still feels very surreal to me. So I live in Los Angeles, but I traveled back to Texas where my parents are from, where they retired, and spent a few weeks with my whole family. And it was such a gift. It was really bittersweet saying goodbye to my dad, but also just having this quality time with my family that we just don't really get all the time since we all live in different places in the country. If you've been listening to this show for a while, or if you know me, then you know that I do like to practice presence and meditation and yoga. And I remind myself daily to be present. It's sometimes a moment to moment thing because our brains don't really like to work that way, right? We are always constantly thinking about what we have to do next, or we're remembering something from the past. And it can be challenging to stay present. And I've said it before, but that's really why I love working with kids because they are so present. And so it helps me to come back to that place. Now, now that I have a toddler at home, she's 19 months as we speak. And sometimes I'm very present with her. And then sometimes I'm thinking about what I've got to do, like all of us parents. What meal am I going to make next? Um, what am I going to do when she goes to bed later? <laughs> what should we do for the afternoon? All of those things. But when I catch myself not being present, I also remind myself to not get down on myself and be gentle. I think awareness is the key to anything. So I'm aware that I'm not present. So how can I be present? What's going on around me? What do I see in 
front of me at this moment, what sounds do I hear? It's really coming back to our senses, right? We've probably heard that from other teachers. I I know I have meditation teachers talking about what do you see right in front of you? What are you hearing right in this moment? I just heard a dog bark. (laughs) Um, What are you feeling? Well, when I was in Texas, I was also reminding myself to be very present. I didn't always feel like being very present, especially because it wasn't the happiest of times. I was born in the 70s. I think that maybe my generation might be the last generation that remembers, really remembers what it was like without the internet and without smartphones all the time. Now, don't get me wrong. I love what we can do with technology, but as you know, it really does take us out of the present moment. I mean, I guess you can be writing a DM or (laughs) a comment on somebody's post and you're being very present in that moment with them, but it can take you out of being present with whoever you're in the room with. I think that's why I don't really love phones at the dinner table. Mm. I know it's sometimes, you know, a necessity if you are a parent or you're waiting on something. And I understand all of that, but it's also really nice to just sit and connect and have a meal with somebody. So back to Texas, there was a time where my dad wasn't fully conscious. He was pretty sedated on medication, which was hard to watch, but I was checking in with myself to be present there with him even if I wasn't sure if he could feel me there. I like to think that he could, but just to have those moments of connection without words. I really think presence comes down to listening and being a good listener. Now I say good. (laughs) I don't know. The whole good and bad thing, it just, those are labels we like to put on things and um, we've all been conditioned to do it. I I do it all the time to myself, to anything. Is it good? Is it bad? Uh, have you heard it's not good or bad? Only thinking makes it so. And I haven't thought about that in a while, but it just came up. So it's a good reminder for all of us. Nothing's good or bad. Only thinking makes it so. Mm, it's what we think about it, right? So listening, when we are present, when we have presence with someone or a situation, we're really listening. We're taking it all in, listening with our ears, with our energy, with our feeling body. So back in the day, I took this meditation class and I might've mentioned it in another previous episode. It was more than just a meditation class. It was called self-love sexuality and spirituality. And it was eye opening (laughs) to say the least. And my teacher said, Alana, you like to put a pink bow on everything. And I didn't understand what she meant. I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? She goes, well, everything's just good. Like with you, like you're, you're saying everything's good. Everything's cool. And 
I'm like, well, it is. She goes, well, do you ever get angry? And I said, no, I don't really get angry. I, I get sad, but I don't get angry. And she's like, I don't believe you. <laughs> and at the time I really did believe myself, but I had to think about that for a while. Now, I talk about this in all of my intros in the podcast of feeling good and doing things you love and what brings you joy and enjoying life. And I wholeheartedly believe that that does make life better and help bring a little more happiness into your world. But as humans, we live in a world of duality. And I think with presence, there is duality. And man, this message hit home hard in the last few weeks in dealing with grief because there's so much beauty in the world. I love being a mama to our little girl. I love sharing music with children. I love taking walks and smelling fresh flowers, being present with that. But I've also had to really be present with sadness and anger. Um, back to my teacher, I, I did do an exercise that she suggested. When I'm by myself, just screaming and hitting pillows, and it sounds totally ridiculous, but that's what I did. Um, I happened to be house-sitting at the time. This is years and years ago, and nobody was around, so nobody could hear. And I discovered a lot of anger that I had pushed down and being present with that and moving those feelings really helped me in the present moment and in the long run. So in the last few weeks, there's a moment where I'm back into my regular life and I was playing with our girl and I was tickling her and I was feeling pretty good considering everything that just happened but I was being present with her and she was laughing and I was tickling her and I was really happy. And then in the next moment, I had this flash of a memory of my dad tickling me when I was little and just the tears just came up and I wanted to stop them. My initial feeling was like, don't cry right now. This is supposed to be a happy moment. And I had to sit back and go, wait a minute, why not? Just let yourself cry. She was busy looking at a book at that point, and I just stood up and had a moment, an, a minute of tears falling and sitting with that memory and knowing that I had to let those feelings flow and I had to let it come out because tears are just energy, cleansing energy. Anger is just energy. It's got to move through you. Once it moves through you, then you can move on. So I was really thinking about being present at that time and having presence with the grief and the sadness that came up. And two minutes later, I felt better. When you hear people talk about grief, they all say, oh, it comes in waves, it comes in waves. Well, I really am experiencing that and it's true. And I'm also hearing that <laughs> it doesn't really get that much easier as time moves on. It shifts and changes, but you're still going to have those strong feelings, those beautiful memories you shared with somebody that's going to trigger an emotion maybe 10, 15 years later. So 
I guess that's just a part of life. And the crazy thing is that it is a part of life that every single one of us is going to have to experience this at some point with a parent or a sibling or God forbid a child. I know somebody who has lost a child and she will be on the podcast soon. And that kind of resilience, that's inspiring. And I think we can all learn from stories like that and from people like that. So when we think about presence, when you think about presence, what comes up for you? How can you have more presence for yourself in your own feelings, your own wants and desires? And how can you share your presence with others by really being there and really listening? Even if it's just a lunch, you're hanging out with somebody. It doesn't have to be all heavy and a deep conversation. It could be light, but to really be there and hold space, that's key, I think. And I'm thinking about my pups, my doggies. I say doggies. I've been saying doggies a lot <laughs> because that's a, a new word for our little lady at home. But dogs, they're so present. They just hold space. They just give love. And I love them so much for that. It's so important to check in with ourselves, really check in with how we're feeling. If you're not feeling great, how can you process that a little bit and then move forward from it to feel a little better? I do think when we're feeling good, we're living at a higher vibration, everything is vibrating in the universe. Everything is energy. So we do attract more of the same, more of those things. If we're constantly angry or sad, then it's going to be harder to attract those higher vibrational things. I say that, yet I still believe it is so important to let yourself feel all the feelings. The quicker we do, the quicker we let it come and flow, the quicker we can move through it. Now, I'm not saying this to put a rush on the healing process. Who knows how long it's going to take me to process all of the feelings that I feel about losing my dad. It's still so new and it changes every moment. But I have been witness to myself in the last two weeks of feeling so heavy and so low and then saying yes to going somewhere or doing something with friends, even if I didn't feel like it. And then that totally changing my energy and helping me to feel better, being open to those experiences. I'm so grateful for them and for all the love and support that I've been given from friends and family the last few weeks. So thank you to those of you who are listening, who are of those people in my life. I don't think I'd be uh, sitting here talking about this, feeling the way I do today without you. So I so appreciate you and your presence in my life. For today, what's something you can do for yourself that will help you feel good? Hey, it might just be sitting on the couch and watching uh, 
a show for two hours <laughs> during a nap time. I did that the other day on Mother's Day, actually. I'm like, I need a break, man. I'm going to sit and watch TV. And it felt great. It was exactly what I needed. But those other times that I need to stretch my body or I need to take a bath or I need to call a friend. It's so individual, but I hope that you give yourself that time. You create the presence for yourself to be present with yourself, and then you'll have more to give to others. I love you. I know that might sound weird that I'm just saying that out there, but it's true. I really have so much love for humanity in this moment, for all the hurt and the sadness and the hard times that we have to go through. We truly are a resilient bunch. <laughs> I never use that word bunch, but it just came out. It's funny. It makes me think of the Brady Bunch. But we are. It's true. So thank you for listening. And again, for being on this journey with me. If you liked this episode, you know, you can always share it with somebody you love. Some of you think that might get something out of it. And if you haven't yet rated or reviewed the show, I would so greatly appreciate it. I look forward to seeing where this podcast goes and how it evolves. And the more of those reviews we get, the more uh, these platforms uh, recommend it to other people. So thank you for taking just a few minutes to do that. And you know where to find me on Instagram at the Alana Banana Show. I would love to connect with you there. You can also join our private Inspired Grownups Facebook group. All those links are in the show notes. And of course, if you've got little ones at home, check out the Alana Banana Show on YouTube and anywhere that you stream music. We are working on new music, which I'm excited about and are going to be releasing some new singles soon. I hope you're hanging in there okay. Again, sending lots of love your way and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.